Appreciate all of you being here today on this Mother's Day, and uh, I've chosen uh, as my title for today, The Motherly Characteristics of God. And uh, when I say that, some people get a little nervous that we're going to be praying to God as mother and things like that. Uh, that's not the intent here at all. Um, but uh, certainly, Jesus makes it clear as he talked to the woman at the well that God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And certainly also we find in the scriptures that God is mainly referred to as Father, um, and uh, we think of him that way. But there definitely are scripture passages that we find characteristics that are motherly in the character of God. And um, I just want to dwell on those today. In the creation of humanity, we're told that God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So both male and female are created in the image of God. The image of God is seen in both men and women. And the characteristics, certainly, of a father are best seen in God. But the characteristics of a mother also come as a result of being in the image of God. So as we celebrate Mother's Day today and consider the wonder of motherhood and the amazing love and care of mothers, we celebrate God's image in them. There are some specific scriptures that give statements of God acting in the way of a mother, and I will consider some of these today. And first will be Isaiah chapter 66, verse 13. The Word of God says, I will comfort you there in Jerusalem as a mother comforts her child. You know, as we celebrate Mother's Day, and we've already heard some statements about that, we think of mothers as being motherly, <laughs> as, as caring for children uh, in a specific way. And certainly the word in this passage is comfort, all right? Um, we find comfort usually more with our mothers, typically, I know this isn't always the case, all right, because we all are wrestling in this world that is not perfect, <laughs> but, but it seems like the motherly care is the one where we find that comfort when we're in a difficult situation. My mother is going to be 92 in April. Uh, she's having trouble sometimes thinking, but I can tell you I still find much comfort from my mother. Um, just blessing. And, and I even know that, you know, we have a 47-year-old son. He's not here to defend himself, so I can say whatever I want. But, uh, but I do know when he's having any kind of stress or physical problems or all, guess who he calls? Mom. Yeah, he calls mom. There's something special about a mother's comfort, holding children close, moving with them as they hold him. You saw it this morning as mothers were up here trying to keep the kids kind of calm, right? All right, and doing what it takes, uh, helping them be satisfied, talking softly to them, telling them loving things. Uh, I remember when our children were younger, uh, Betty, in order to calm them, would often uh, stroke their hair or rub their face real lightly, uh, and uh, when there was a tummy ache, we had uh, the, the hot rag uh, that went on the tummy. 
Okay, that always worked real well, too. You know, there's nothing like a mother's love when we need comfort. God says to Jerusalem, his people, that he will comfort them as a mother comforts her child. The situation that we find this uh, scripture verse in, it's a prophetic writing by Isaiah. If you know anything about Isaiah, much of what Isaiah writes is really about the judgment of God upon his people because they haven't followed his ways. And there's a lot of warning there. But there's also a lot of words to say, come back to me. Come back to me and I will give you comfort. Come back to me and I will meet your needs. Come back to me and there will be that tenderness that you so deeply desire. And so we find that here in this verse, that God says, come back to me and I will comfort you as a mother comforts her child. You know, I know a mother may be deeply hurt by a child's disobedience, but is always there to comfort them when they come to her. The cuddling, warm embrace of a mother is soothing to a fearful child. So as we experience it with our mothers, let it be a reminder of God's love and tenderness for us as his children. Now in an earlier passage in Isaiah, God speaks again of loving like a mother. Isaiah 49, verses 14 to 16, he says, well, just preceding the verse you see on the screen, we read, the Lord, Jerusalem says, the Lord has deserted us. The Lord has forgotten us. And God responds, never can a mother forget her nursing child. Can she feel no love for the child she has born? But even if that were possible, I would not forget you. See, I have written your name on the palms of my hands. Now we know that not all mother's love is like a mother is meant to be. And some of you have probably experienced situations where you've been disappointed and hurt. Some do desert their children. Some are very selfish. Some have not been all they could be. But this is not what is expected, is it? It's not what we would say is normal. Normally, a mother will not forget her nursing child and not feel love for the child she gave birth to. But God says here, even if that did happen, he would never do so with his children. The people of God in this passage felt deserted. <laughs> and certainly as we read the prophecy, it's related to the fact that they had really left God. But God had never forgotten them. He had never stopped loving them. He wants them to know this and so compares himself to a mother and her love. And there is even a prophetic word here as he declares that he has written their name on the palms of his hands. As we look forward in time from this prophetic word, we know that God the Son, when he hung on the cross, took the nails in his hands. For our sin. These permanent marks, you know, when we see Jesus in heaven, he's still going to have the marks. We'll know him by the marks of his love for us. And these permanent marks on him reflect his great love for us. Our names are written in those marks. That's amazing love. That's 
the depth of love that God wants us to know Him as. Ultimate love. You know, we see sacrificial love in a mother. Mother giving up her food, her time, her sleep, her money, and whatever it takes for the welfare of her child. Well, God gives up His Son for our spiritual welfare. When Jesus was on this earth, God's Son, He spoke these words as He stood outside of Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers. How often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. Now this passage follows a long speech by Jesus against the religious leaders and how they have led the people of Israel away from a relationship with a loving God. He speaks words of condemnation and judgment to them, but ends with this lament and painful cry for the people. He demonstrates, again, a tender heart like a mother. I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings. Deep in Jesus' heart, his ultimate desire is that we all come to him and find protection and covering in him. There is no other place to find the depth of that love. There is no other place to find the forgiveness of sins that we all desperately need. There is no place else besides under Jesus' care and cover to know that we belong to God and will be with him forever. This was the yearning of Jesus' heart, his ultimate desire that we come to him. May that be true of us. May we let him cover us. He's done all that he can. May we not be spiritually proud and want our own way, but allow Jesus to be Lord of us. The last passage I want to consider this morning is found in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 11. This is from the Song of Moses, uh, toward the end of Moses' ministry. Uh, he's been through a lot with the people of Israel. Um, he's seen God make promises to them if they will follow him, and he's seen them not follow him, and as a result, endure a lot of things. I often think about Moses, you know, being a faithful one, and himself having to trudge along for 40 years in the wilderness, not because he didn't believe, because, but because the people of God did not believe. But yet he was faithful to his calling. And he was there for the people as God had called him to be. And in this passage, in this uh, section of the, the Song of Moses, as he's rejoicing over God and God's faithfulness and God caring for the people even when they did not respond appropriately to him, we find this gem right in the middle. Like an eagle that rouses her chicks and hovers over her young, so he spreads his wings to take them up and carry them safely on his pinions. God had redeemed Israel from bondage in Egypt. And Moses is reflecting on that deliverance. An eagle is a powerful bird of prey. It flies up to 10,000 feet. And it goes above the clouds, actually, to avoid a rainstorm. It makes its nest high up in the top of a tree and guards its young. 
this passage reminds us that God is tender and caring as a mother hen, but also strong and powerful as a mother eagle. He's able to cover us with his feathers, but also to take us up above the storm. And his love and care is greater than anything we will ever face. Let's choose to allow him to care for us rather than to pridefully try to go it alone. He will do so with strength and power, but also with love and grace. You know, I've talked to a lot of people in ministry over the years, and Many times our struggle with the relationship with God is clouded and difficult because of parental struggles that we've had. I've seen many who cannot see God as their Heavenly Father, as a loving Heavenly Father because of the damages and the struggles that they've had in their relationship with their Father. But I've also seen it the other way. And, you know, maybe you've had a problem with one or the other. You know, maybe we have a trouble realizing love because we've not known mother's love. But I think most of the time the struggle seems to be on the fatherly side. As we talk today, God comes to us with love as a heavenly parent. <laughs> he has shown us the compassion and tenderness that he has in the image of God that we see in mothers. And he wants us to not have any excuse to stay away from the very love that we were made for. The ultimate love that we experience a little bit sometimes with our parents, but isn't certainly fulfilled as we desire it to be. Because it's only found in God. It's only found in Him. He's the only one that can meet the depth of love that we all need and desire. He's put that in us. He's certainly given us some wonderful examples. Some of us have really been blessed by godly parents. We need to rejoice in that. And that's led us to places that we would not be probably without that. I know that's been true of my life. Even though my mother's always encouraged me, she also encouraged me to the fact that I was a sinner and needed Jesus. Her pointing was to Jesus, not to her. And a godly parent, even as you heard these who dedicated their kids today, are saying, we know that our children need Christ. We know that we need Christ. We know that all of us need Christ. Without him, we're lost. But in him, in him, we're loved. In him, we're cared for. In him, we're protected. In him, we have purpose. In him, we have life and life abundant. May we know and trust God as our Father, but also as the one who loves us tenderly like a mother. Let us praise Him for the wonder of who He is and how much He loves us. Remember, He told us He has carved our names in the palms of His hands. Let us be thankful for the example that we see of His love in the mothers around us. I'm going to close with a video here of our thanks moms as a reminder of how God has blessed us with our moms. 
Hey mom, I want to take the time today and thank you. I know, I know, you never want any thanks. But today we pause to say it. The gift you've given us, this family, it's something that lasts way beyond a holiday or a birthday or even a lifetime. You can't wrap it in the pretty paper you always seem to find for us. This is different, and I think it's because you're different. I've watched you love, well, people who were hard to love in a family that didn't always stay tidy or always love in return. That's love that can't be contained. It spills into all the other generations. You have given me gifts I can't repay. You hand out grace without asking for any back and mercy when you have nothing to gain. Quiet strength in the loudest moments. You love me when I'm too busy to notice. But I've heard your wise words when you didn't think I listened. And don't think I haven't noticed that old worn out Bible of yours. I am reminded constantly of your sincere faith. I can't imagine the prayers you prayed for all of us. All the oil you burned through long midnights. I'm starting to understand what it means to have a mom heart. I know I can be the kind of mom I want to be. Because of you. Thank you for everything. Your life has changed mine. We do thank you, our Heavenly Father, for our moms. We thank you for your tremendous love for us that we've seen through them. Help us to love others in the same way. In Jesus' name. Right, would you stand with us again, please? What gift of grace is Jesus, my Redeemer? There is no joy, my righteousness and freedom, my steadfast love, my deep and boundless peace. To this I hold, my hope is only Jesus, for my life is wholly bound to His. Oh, how strange divine I can sing all is mine yet not I but through Christ in me the night is dark but I am not forsaken for by my side the Savior he shepherd 
every breath with every breath i long to follow jesus for he has said that he will bring me home and day by day i know he will renew me until i stand with joy before the throne lift it up to this I hope, my hope is only Jesus. All the glory evermore to Him. When the race is complete, still my lips shall repeat, yet not I, but through Christ in me. When the race when the race is complete, still my lips shall repeat, yet not I, but through Christ in me. Yet not I, but through Christ in me. Prayer, as you sang that song. If by chance you're here today and as you sing that, you think that really isn't who I am and you'd really like to know Christ, we'd be glad to talk with you, pray with you, that you might know him in a personal way. That's the best. <laughs> That's who we need. I trust you have a great Mother's Day. Uh, there's still some muffins out there. And you parents that have a certificate that needs my signature, I'm glad to take care of that before you leave today. I have a pen in my pocket, so thank you. Hey, let's, uh, let's go in the grace of the Lord. May the love of our God, our Father, the wonderful grace and peace that comes from Jesus the Son, and the strength and power of the Holy Spirit be with you all, both now and forevermore. God bless.